0: in your book, real quick, uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Pastor. Uh, In your book there, it's going to have this order form right here. This order form right here, he said how you can get it. My daughter, Stephanie, if you take this information on the third or fourth page, you'll see it says a better way to health resource, the ordering materials. You can fill that form out, and you can uh, send that to my daughter. There's the address at Church on the Rock, P.O. Box 1133 in Georgetown, Texas. And Stephanie, what she will do is uh, she will take all your information, and she will set you, help you set up an account. And if you go through her, you'll save 30%. And so she'll help you set up an account over the telephone. Then once you set up the account, you can order whatever you want to order whenever you want to order it. Does that make sense? Yes. So you just fill that form out, mail it to her, and then she'll get that form. She'll be in contact with you, and then she'll, uh, you know, help you set up that account. And then, um, and she can answer any questions that you have. And if she has any questions she can't, she'll ask me, and I'll answer them for you. But the company again is Longevity, and that's uh, that's one one place that you can go now to Pastor Jordan's. Uh, to, to what he said, of course, you could probably go somewhere around here and find a distributor as well. So, again, I'm not here to sell you a product, I don't get any money out of it anyway. I'm here to try to help you. Does that make sense? And so, um, so but you can go through her if you would like to. And, uh, like I said, when she sets it up, then you could just go online to your own account and order anything you want to order whenever you want to order it, and it'll come right to your house, and all's good. I just do a monthly. Uh, I do a monthly shipment uh, that's just automated. Every month it goes out at the same time, and I change the products when I want to change it uh, depending on, you know, what I want. Does that make sense? Yes. And so as far as what I take, uh, you know, what I, I take is probably a little bit more than what the average person would take. Um, I take the 90 essential mineral, minerals and vitamins and uh, uh, fatty, uh, uh, you know, the amino acids and the uh, fats and all that sort of thing, and that's the, called the mighty, the Mighty Ninety. So my wife and I, we both take those every day. I also take extra selenium because selenium is for your eyes, your brain, and your heart. I usually take about three extra tab- uh, ta- uh, tablets of those a day. I take another product called Cell Shield, and it just actually feeds the cells of your blood. And uh, tremendous product. Um, I take Cell Shield every day. I take another product called Immortalum. Immortalum uh, deals with telomeres, which is uh, helps you... With your youthfulness and for your telomeres, as you get older, they shrink. This keeps them extended. Uh, it's backed by a billion dollars worth of research, uh, and so I take that every day. Also, glycogel. Glycogel puts collagen in you as well as build cartilage in your, especially if somebody had back pain or something like that. It's generally the, uh, the disc between their backs, which is really cartilage that needs to be rebuilt. They're, lack, they're lacking in calcium. And so glucogel is a great product uh, to, to help that effort as well. Uh, let me see here. I take also, let me see, what else do I take? Anything else I take? Energy drink. Oh, my energy drink is called Rebound. Uh, it has 100 minerals in it. You know, I like to d- play basketball and do different things like that. Um, and uh, that's an awesome, awesome drink. That you would have after you know you do a workout, or if you just want a little pick me up, it's all loaded with natural B12, B6, B5. All the B vitamins are in it that you lose when you exercise. It's a great product, and um, so I think that's pretty much it. I'm trying to go through my pantry here and figure out if there's anything else I'm taking. Quick question. Uh-huh. It may seem like a dumb one. Somebody else here could probably answer it. <laughs> the thing you said, mighty, mighty ninety. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, when I say Mighty, mighty 90, that's the, that's the 60, 60 minerals, 60. minerals it's, it's, it's not a bunch of pills. Well, it can be either or. Okay. So when you is. say Mighty 90 or you tell them you want the Mighty 90 pack, they're going to ask you if you want them in pill form. I like pills because, you know, I'm on the road and I don't have mm-hmm. to do all the mixing. Uh, it comes in pill form or powder form. Um, oh, also I take, I knew there was something else I took. I, t- I t- also take plant-derived minerals, which is uh, a liquid. And I take a couple of tablespoons of that every day. Those are minerals that come from, um, they come from uh, streams, come from clay, come from rock. Those aren't. Those are just extra minerals that I take. Uh, it helps with your, you know, your skin and all sorts of other things like that. So I do take those. But uh, the the Mighty Ninety will come in powder form or, or the um, pills, yeah, or liquid. The Osteo FX. And again, there's three three products. The Tangi Tangerine is the minerals. It's called Tangi Tangerine 2.0. That's the minerals. Then there's another product called Beyond Osteo FX. That is all your calcium, your magnesium, and all that you need in that product. Does that make sense? The third product is called EFA Plus, and that is all your uh, essential fatty acids, your omega-3, 6, and 9s. Now, this these products would replace all the products you're taking If you're taking vitamins or anything, any supplements, you just get rid of all of them, this would fulfill that need. Does that make sense? And that's about $125 for all three of those. Depending on your weight, you know, some people that are a little larger uh, require more because they are larger. I will caution you, too, that if you do get the minerals, you decide to get them, and you start taking them, if they kind of run through you, maybe you have diarrhea or something like that, I can tell you right now, these minerals are very potent because they're organic. And so when I started taking them, they kind of ran through me. And I called them. I said, hey, you know, what's going on? They said, you have obviously an absorption problem, and it's going to take a while to get that repaired. So I backed down to half a dose, and that was okay for me. Now, of course, I'm full-dosed and all that, but I'm just saying if you take them, and all of a sudden you're like, man, this stuff is just kind of running through me. Back down. Take half the dosage. Get down to a point where your body will absorb what it's receiving. Does that make sense? Then once it's receiving it over a period of weeks, add a little bit more to it until you're up to the dosage. On the can, it tells you exactly what to take per body weight. So it's, it's not real hard. It's real simple. Those other products that I take are just a boosters. Does that make sense? If you have a physical problem, then you would take other things. If someone, had, if someone told me I got chronic back pain, then what I'm going to do is probably triple your dose of calcium that you're getting a day because your tank, again, is deficient. Does that make sense? And you've got you've to build that thing up. Does that make sense? Yes. Or if somebody says they have a problem with high blood pressure or if somebody's got problems with heart disease, whatever the condition, conditions are, then that would tell us what you need, what you need extra to get you up to where your tank is full like this, then you would just go to those three products and maintain. So if you think about $124 a month when you're completely maintained, you're going to live a long time and you're going to feel amazing and not be tired and lethargic and things of that nature. But I really wanted to make sure that you understood that. They are strong, they are strong products. Most of the stuff you get at the grocery store, Walmart, even vitamin shop. GNC, they're loaded with fillers. These, there's no fillers in these. It's 100%. And so um, they're very, very good for you. Also, I wanted to make mention, my wife had uh, alluded this to me, I wanted to make sure that, that you understood that whenever you are, if you do decide to do an intermittent fasting, make sure that you have to get all your calories in your open window. So, for instance, if I wanted to do a 20-hour fast, then I've got to get all my calories in a four-hour window. Does that make sense within a 24-hour period? Because I'm going 20 hours, so I need to get all those calories. You got to make sure you get your calories in, because you don't want to crash and you don't want to feel weak. Does that make sense? I think that's it for now. I want to make sure I don't uh, miss anything here. Okay, I want to hit exercise just a little bit. Uh, well, let me let me just say this: uh, when you're when you're again when you're talking about a diet, whether that's keto, whether that's paleo. Uh, or any kind of diet that you're looking to get on, think about longevity. Think about what, what, how do I want to eat for the rest of my life? What kind of plan do I want to be on? Does that make sense? So let's just say you want to be on keto, and that's really something you feel like you can do to, to lose weight, but you want to keep with a higher fat diet. Then while you're reducing your carbs initially, as you get the weight off and you go more uh, stable, then what will begin to take place is you introduce the carbs and you maintain that lifestyle. Does that make sense? So let's just say I needed to lose 100 pounds and I wanted to go full-blown keto. Okay, I'm going to go 70 to 80% fat. I know that. I'm starting to lose weight, but I don't, and, I, and I need to lose all the weight, and I need to lose, and after seven months, I've, I'm, I'm where I need to be, but I don't want to keep eating this way because I'd like to have some carbs every once in a while. So I maintain the, carb or the caloric deficit or maintain the caloric level and I introduce a few more carbs and reduce the fat just a little. Now I'm enjoying the kinds of foods I'm eating and as often as I want to eat them. So as an example, I can get up in the morning, have bacon and eggs, and have one piece of toast that's gluten-free and have a, uh, you know, a tablespoon of butter. And I like eating like that. I'm not restricting myself at all. And then at lunch, I might have, uh, you know, eight ounces of chicken. I may have broccoli. I may have butter on top of my broccoli with some, uh, some other seasonings on it. I like eating like that. So I'm eating foods that I enjoy eating. Yes. Or my wife may make chili, or she may, because I'll ask her a lot of times, what are we having for, for supper tonight? She may say, well, I'm going to do chili. Are you doing beans or just meat, or what are we doing? Because then I'm calculating what I need to do for the day. Because I don't want to neglect the chili. <laughs> Right? I mean, you don't want to neglect that. Or she may say, I'm, we're going to have Mexican tonight. Okay, I don't want to neglect Mexican food. I like Mexican food. I live in Texas. And half my church is Hispanic. So I like Mexican food. I'm just asking her what I'm doing. So I know I'm going to have bacon, eggs, whatever. No carbs, but then I'll get my carbs at night. Does that make sense? But you got to get all your calories in. So when you're going to a weight loss plan, that's what you need to think about. I need to hurry because i got a bunch of questions to answer. But I don't want to leave this out either. Uh, when, you're, when you're doing your exercising, like I was saying before, uh, if you're over 40, I'm 53, but if you're over you know, 30, 30 to 40 years old, you want to make sure you stay on a multifaceted workout. You don't want to go any more than 30 minutes. You don't need it for number one. And when you're working out, you want to do multiple sets at one time, not just one muscle group. If you're in your 20s, one muscle group may work good, but when you get over 35 to 40 years old, the way you work out needs to change because you can hurt your joints and hurt yourself. So in other words, you're doing like a squat and you're lifting weights over your head at the same time. You're doing multi-exercises. Does that make sense? So you have to change it up. Most of those workouts, believe it or not, most of the workouts that you see on TV are for those who are in their 20s. They're not geared towards people that are older. Not You what I am saying, say old. Said that odor. <laughs> and resistance training, yeah, resistance training is the best training. That's with weights. As a man, you want to stay away from cardio. Cardio, about only kind of cardio you need is to walk around your house or walk around the block or go out on a walk. That's your cardio. Because as you get older, cardio crashes your testosterone levels. Most people don't realize that. The more cardio a man does, the lower his testosterone levels will go. So I do cardio maybe once a week with a workout, but it's not a cardio, a cardio where I'm just running. And so I'm doing faster squats, or I'm doing uh, you know weights with squats. I'm doing something fast to get your heart rate up, which is cardio, yes. but it's more resistance training. Does that make sense? Yeah, because yeah. most people want to get out and just start running, and it really destroys your testosterone levels, so you want to make sure you watch that. Amen? Um, and, of course, you know your body responds differently as you get older. Um, But the first thing you want to do is make sure that you dial in your nutrition. Some of the foods that lower or raise your testosterone, which is so important for men and women, are in your binder. I won't take time to go over that, but you can read that later. That will help you. Certain foods to stay away from, certain foods that you can eat. Okay? Um, I got a lot more to share, but I don't have a whole lot of time. So um, some of this material uh, that you have here, especially this on gluten, I encourage you to read this as well as the notes that we're going to leave you with, uh, the meal plan that's there. Uh, You have a resource to get the products if you want the products. Uh, So that should should take care of that part. Now I want to answer some of these questions if I can. I may not be able to get to all of them, but I'll do the best I can. Uh, It says, for people who are already already on cholesterol and high blood pressure medicine, how do you safely uh, transition off medications? Uh, first thing you got to do is rid yourself of the 12 bad foods. That's going to be a, a precursor or a preface before, for all of these. That's a given. You got to get off the 12 bad foods, and I'm going to say something else. You got to be gluten-free. gluten free. Gluten is one of the major, like I said before, this morning, one of the major problems people are dealing with, and they don't know that it's gluten. So that's where it starts. Then what you start doing is, if you have uh, um, really, when you when you're talking about high cholesterol, the LDL and the HDL, it's really, it's just really ridiculous to be honest with you. Uh, There's no, there's no studies that's ever showed that cholesterol has caused heart attacks at all. So I would My my concern would not be the uh, the uh, blood pressure or the uh, cholesterol as much as it would be the blood pressure. The blood pressure would concern me more because as the blood pressure goes up, that tells me you have a calcium magnesium deficiency in the muscles of your arteries. So that would concern me more. So what you would want to do is you would want to triple your dose of the of the minerals that you're getting, specifically on the calcium. But here's a good thing, Dr. Wallach, W A L L A C H. Dr. Wallach and Dr. Glidden are tremendous resources. And all you have to do is go onto YouTube, put their name in, put the symptom in, and they'll tell you exactly what to do per body weight. It's a great resource. But they're going to tell you to triple up on your calcium to get those levels down. Then what you're doing is you're checking, even though you're on blood pressure medication, you keep checking your, you keep checking your blood every morning, and those numbers will go down as you get nutrified. Then what you begin to do is you go to your doctor and let him wean you off of it. Maybe you offer a quarter of the tablet or half the tablet. And as your weight and as it, you go off of that blood pressure medicine and your blood pressure begins to stabilize, eventually it will all go away. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. So, um, And again, cholesterol is very important because your body needs cholesterol. So the 12 bad foods and get rid of that. Do supplements help our body immune system too? Absolutely. And most of the time people that have immune system problems have a gluten intolerance, number one. Gluten, they have problems in their belly. Uh, they usually suffer with food allergies. Uh, but uh, absolutely, the supplements will actually help repair. Uh, the big thing is, is to get off gluten because gluten is really a, 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 a destructive force against your immune system. Once it hits your gut and sets there, You compromise your immune system, you're in trouble. Your immune system and gut health is more important than your brain because everything starts there, and you've got to get your gut in order. Does that make sense? And to help fight off illness, of course. So rid yourself of the 12 bad foods. uh, Get get on a gluten-free diet and all the 90 essential minerals and vitamins. What are some website books and podcasts that you recommend on the topic of healthy eating? Well, there's a couple books I would recommend. One of them is by Dr. Wallach. It's called Dead Doctors Don't Lie. How many of y'all know nobody dead's lying? So dead doctors don't lie. I would encourage you to get that. Also, Dr. Glidden has two books. One is Attempt a Cure. And Attempt a Cure has all the illnesses in it and what you need to do as far as minerals to reverse it. It's called Attempt a Cure. He also has a, a, body, a book out. It's called Everybody is Sick and I Know Why. So those are two books I would definitely highly or three books I would definitely uh, highly recommend um, do uh, and also eat as much organic food as you can. Eat more organic than you do anything else if you can afford to do that. I would highly encourage you to do that. So anyway, Uh, what's the best vitamins for the eyes? Uh, The eye is part of the brain and the brain is part of the eye. What's good for the brain is good for the eyes. And so what you would want to start out is with the healthy uh, brain and heart pack, and that's really the uh, Tangy Tangerine, the uh, EFA+, Plus, uh, the Osteo FX Beyond Alpha FX, and a bottle of selenium, uh, as well as Vision FX. Vision FX puts all the uh, uh, other e- e- vitamin E and different things that your eye, and vitamin a-, a that your eye health needs. So what's good for the brain is good for the eyes. Does that make sense uh, is frying eggs in good butter the same as fried food no remember fried food in oil is you're heating up the oil when you do it turns into a carcinogen butter doesn't do that nor does lard so if you're going to cook and fry eggs do it in lard or do it in butter uh no fried food and fried food causes inflammation inflammation is one of the leading causes of heart disease inflammation in the in the arteries um let's see, can you reverse the effects of a clogged artery? The answer is, yes, you can. And you need to do, you rid yourself of the 12 bad foods, get on a gluten-free diet, and you take all the 90 essential minerals and vitamins, then you can take uh, two, I just wrote this down today, two bottles of Ultimate Daily, two bottles of Niacin Classic, three bottles of Ultimate uh, Cardio Sticks. So you get on the video and watch that, that's what he's going to tell you to do. So that will reverse And cause blood flow, better blood flow to go through your arteries. If you're already having arteries that are clogging up, that's what you need to do. You need to get on a gluten-free diet. You need to get off the 12 bad foods because that's what's gumming up the works. Amen. Get rid of all 12 of them and start taking some of these mineral supplements. And it will help actually get the blood moving through your heart, through your arteries. What kind of sweetener is best? I, I, I use stevia. Stevia is in about four... Four different forms, probably four or five different forms. I like stevia. It comes from a plant, uh, and it's great for you. It doesn't raise your blood sugar level. You can actually use it if you're doing a fast. I I, I eat it every, or I put it in my coffee every morning, and it doesn't raise your sugar levels. So stevia is great. Uh, what is buckwheat? Buckwheat is just basically a grain. Uh, it's a plant cultivated grain, and it's fine to eat. It's gluten free. Uh, what deficiencies? Uh, Let me hit that one later. For those that had gastric uh, sleeve surgery, well, taking the vitamins and minerals uh, that you recommend help maximize weight loss if one has hit a plateau. Well, the thing about it is when you have gastric bypass surgery, you have anything that's called with gastric issues, I would highly recommend that you look at the video from Dr. Wallach because you have to approach things a little differently. And the reason why is because when you have gastric bypass surgery, have lap bands or anything like that, you are actually affecting your absorption. And when you, I have someone in my church that had that done and they have all kind of issues that we're trying to help them with with an absorption problem and it didn't show up for years later. And now it's showing up in their life. I'm not demonizing that, but there's a better way. And so when you you can take the minerals, but I would highly recommend that you get on that website and look at what he would recommend uh, the limits that you take on a daily basis because it's going to be different than the average person because your stomach is smaller than most people. So it's going to take less. But it would help you in uh, weight loss, absolutely. When your body is nutrified, the weight will come off. You just need to get a hold of that. Amen? Okay. Uh, will ashes from fire a pit, neutrify my garden. Yeah, it'll help your garden. You can put those right into your garden, you know, ashes right out of that. You can use this as toothpaste if you want. But, uh, you know, turn your teeth white. It looks bad when you're brushing them, but they're actually selling that stuff now in case you didn't know it. But ashes from, a, a, from your fire turn your teeth white. It'll clean your teeth. It looks nasty when you're doing it, but they actually sell toothpaste that way. You're selling you to and it's black. So, yeah, it'll feed your garden. Praise God. <laughs> what modification should I make for pregnancy if, if and for breastfeeding as far as if I, what I should eat and how much? If you're already pregnant and you're, and you're already pregnant with the baby, what I would do also is I'd watch the video from Dr. Wallach because there's a different set of minerals that he recommends for people that are pregnant to feed the baby. And so I would highly recommend that you do that. It's going to be the 90, but he's going to recommend some other things too that's going to help you as a mom uh, feed that baby while that baby's inside you. Not only that, but when that baby is born, it'll be more nutrified. So again, instead of me throwing out stuff, I would highly recommend you. When you have another life on the inside of you, you approach things a little bit differently. Uh, What are your thoughts on minerals, healthy eating, and mental health? Depression, anxiety, a lot, of, a lot of times people deal with depression. There's a spiritual side to all of this. We realize that, and I'm really not talking about that this weekend, but there is a spiritual side to that, and you need to be delivered. You need to be delivered. You're in the right place to get delivered. But at the same time, there are some, are some studies and our legitimacy to those who have a massive amount of gluten or also have problems with depression. And so gluten is really connected to anxiety. It's also connected to depression. And when you get on a gluten-free diet, you're going to... I I can't tell you how many people have come to me and my wife, and when they got off gluten, I mean within days, and told me how much better they feel. It's still in their system, but it's got to get worked out. And then they said, you know what? Uh, I I went and ate this, and it was full of gluten, and I was so sick. You want to know how bad gluten is? go off of it for a week and then introduce it to your system, and you'll see the difference. My wife just the other day ate something, you know, I'm not trying to tell off on her, but she was just eating like a little it didn't have the gluten in it, but it had the oils in it that her body's not used to. And it, it didn't mess her up, but it affected her. She could tell in her body this is like a foreign matter because your body's not used to eating that. So my thoughts on minerals is I, I can't live I can't and won't live without these minerals. It's a necessity. It's not a luxury. Sometimes people say, "Well, you know, it just costs too much." Well, again, you've got to, you've got to, you know. Maybe if it costs too much for you, maybe what you could do is just buy one set and take it over a 60-day period. You know, reduce them. You're, at least you're getting something in you. You're moving in, yeah, you're moving in that direction. Does that make sense? Because I look at it as not a luxury. It's a necessity, it's and you, it's cheaper than surgery. No matter what surgeries they are. Yeah. Is gum acceptable to chew? Well, some gum is, but gum, a lot of times gum will cause bloating because as you chew, you're sucking air down in your system. So I wouldn't recommend that you chew gum while you work out, especially if you're bloated when you get done working out and you're chewing gum. (laughs) The problem with gum is it's loaded with a lot of sugars and things, so you get some stuff that's good. I don't chew gum, so... Uh, but I do know that gum will cause bloating, as well as not chewing your food and things of that nature. Um, on a, a similar health program, whole foods, intermittent fasting, exercise, um, as may weight loss, as my weight loss plateaus, I increase my macronutrients. Do you do something similar? Well, when you plateau, um, yeah, you need to mix it up. So let's just say that I'm doing intermittent fasting and I do it for three months, for 90 days. And all of a sudden, I'm on a calorie-restricted diet, but I'm not really getting the amount of, uh, you know, the weight loss that I desire, and it doesn't seem like it's moving. you got to change it up. Then what I would do is I would go off fasting. I would go off fasting and maybe go to eating three meals a day and get off of fasting for maybe a week or two and then go back on it. So, you got to switch things up because your body will get used to the routine. Mm-hmm. It's like working out, you know. You got to keep putting a demand on it if you want to keep growing. Yes. Um, it says, I've heard uh, two TP, uh, B, I don't know who this is, <clears throat> coconut oil, uh, I guess ta- two tablespoons, I'm sorry. I've heard two tablespoons of coconut oil per day. Decreased cholesterol. Is it good for you? Uh, are you saying it is the same as bad oils in a bottle? Yes. Coconut oil. If you want to, uh, if you want to ta- if you want to ingest coconut oil. Now, most people will tell you coconut oil is great. It's good. You put it for skin. You can use it for. Um, you can use it for um, sunscreen. Uh, it's all good for that. In fact, you need to stay away from most sunscreen. Don't get me on that. That'll be another hour uh, because that's all a bunch of hogwash. Uh, isn't that something? To put God put the sun out there, and the sun kills you with cancer. Yeah. And right. No, it's not right. Bless their hearts. Anyway, it, two tablespoons. So what, what you want to do, the only consumable, consumable, digestible coconut oil that I would put in would be MCT oil. That's a medium chain triglyceride oil that comes from coconut oil. If I took one tablespoon of coconut oil in a solid, 60% of that oil is MCT, medium chain triglyceride. Coconut oil is a long chain, same as olive oil and other oils. So the medium chain triglyceride is awesome for you because that is the fat that's in the oil that is good for you. And in MCT oil will not oxidize. So that is a a kind of oil. You don't cook with that. You ingest it because it pulls fat out of your body. So if you took, and there's no taste to it, you can take a tablespoon of that uh, a day. It's got 15 grams of fat in it, but it is 100% MCT oil. So if I took one scoop of of coconut oil, 60% of that, that's on that scoop is mct if i take mct and i buy that it's hundred percent mct and once it goes through your system it actually pulls the fat it will not cause you to gain weight it actually pulls fat out of your body that is a great oil to ingest if you want to oil that's a great way to break your fast if you're intermittent fasting that would be after you intermittent fast it's very important what you put in your body mct oil is a great way to break your fast especially if you want to lose weight and then you can eat after that. And as far as that goes, when you're exercising, you want to exercise on an empty stomach, not on a full stomach. If you exercise on a full stomach, then you're working through all the food you ate and you never touch, you never touch any of the fat. You want to work out on, in a fasted state because you're going you're gonna to cr- cause more energy and you're going to cause more fat loss. So it's not, uh, it's not a good oil. It's, it, uh, but that oil will not oxidize, so you can have that. Uh, the booklet says high cardio workout is not advisable. Is Insanity Max 30 workouts advisable for a non-athlete? Well, here's the thing: if I'm probably under 30 years old uh, and I'm a female, then I'd probably do that. But as a guy, I'm not doing no Insanity. The word even runs you off. <laughs> You already know what you're getting into, and I've done Insanity. I've done P90X, P90X3, P90X2, and I've done all of them, and I, you know, and so I understand that, and, but I didn't understand a lot of things I understand now when I was doing those things, yes. and so what you can do some of those cardio. Now, here's what I would do. If you're doing heavy lifting, you only need to work out about three times heavy lifting a week and maybe one-time cardio. That's all you need. And so, and so the thing is, the one cardio day that you want, you could do 10 or 15 minutes of, of high interval uh, workout like that. Hit, you know, high intensity workout. You can do that. But you don't want to do that every day. Now, women uh, women work better. With, and really it has to do with your body too. Women do really good with cardio. A lot better than men, but they don't have testosterone levels that men do. Does that make sense? What are your thoughts on bioidentical hormones? Well, I don't have enough time to answer that one. <laughs> we recently heard a, fa- uh, a favorite Christian doctor had written a book and has stated uh, the lack of estrogen has increased cancer in women. I just mentioned that. Uh, and testosterone or testosterone. Um, or for Pastor Angie, do you have a favorite cookbook or a recipe website? No, she don't. I can tell you that. <laughs> bioidentical hormones. I think bioidentical hormones are a great way, and they're called bioT. They're a great, great way to get your hormones up to where they need to be rapidly. To me, it's not a fix-all. Minerals are. So if I was low in testosterone, I'm 53, and my testosterone levels were over 600. Most people at my age are about 150, 200, 225. So mine is really high for my age. If my testosterone levels were at 20, they are at 200, and I, I did this. Bioident- what, these, what this is is bioidentical hormones. What that simply means is, is they introduce hormones that are natural into your body to raise them up. So if you go to a place like that, you're going to go in there and they're going to say they're going to take your blood. Once they take their blood, they're going to find out if you're high in estrogen. And estrogen is really made up of three different things. They're going to find out if you're too much estrogen, you have too much testosterone, not enough testosterone, they're going to do a blood panel. Once they do a blood panel on you, then what they're going to do is they're going to say based on your blood, your testosterone level right now is at 200. Let's just say we're doing his. His is 225. It needs to be up. We want to get it in the 700, 800 range. A man walking around with a seven, eight, nine, or even 600 range compared to 200 is a complete different man. Men don't realize how important testosterone level is. It's not just a sexual hormone. I'm not trying to be graphic. It, it is the makeup of a man, and, and they have to have it, and women need it too. When women don't have enough testosterone, they have all kinds of issues too, and their levels need to be anywhere between 100 and 200. Most women are below 100. So let's just say he comes in and we take his blood and we say, well, what we're going to do is your thyroid's not working right because you have a T3 and T4 in the thyroid that the doctors don't check. All they do is check your overall thyroid, and if it's in a range, they tell you you're fine. But they don't look at the T3 and T4, which really tells you if your thyroid is underactive or overactive. So then we go to him and we say, okay, well, your T3 is too low, your T24 is out, your testosterone's out of whack. We're going to make you a recipe of bioidentical hormones. They're identical to the hormones you have in your body. And what we're going to do is, based on what your makeup is, we're going to inject that hormone into you through a, a tablet. And what they do is they give you a small incision in your hip and they put it in your hip and it stays in your hip and it raises all your hormones, their natural hormones, it raises them all where they need to be. And they last about five months. Then at the end of five months, it goes back down and you get another one. So my point is if somebody really struggled with that, I would say if you wanted to do that, let's do it, but let's not be a permanent thing. And, it's, and that would cost about between five and $700 to do that. So once you do that, then what you do in the interim period is you're loading yourself up. You're getting your minerals. You're getting your vitamins. You're starting to, to hit, your, hit it with a heavy hammer to get it full so that you don't have to have bioidentical hormones all the time. Does that make sense? Or you can live off of them you know, and have to go twice a year and get you know something in your hip. I'm not really wanting to do that. And for the price that you're paying, you know, it would be better to go the natural route. But bioidentical hormones, I'm very familiar with them. And I know how that works and um, so my thing is is I think they're great but you have to watch where you go and who you're with because if you go to some places there's a big thing out there right now where when they're talking about biotee all of it's not tea. there's a lot of side labs and a lot of other labs doing this kind of thing and they're not as uh, you know uh, organic and as natural uh, and, and you don't want to introduce synthetic hormones. They did this years ago, and that's what caused a lot of cancer in women and breast cancer and all sorts of things when they had synthetic uh, pellets in them. These are not synthetic. They're bioidentical. They come from plants and different things like that. It's natural to your body. It's not a form matter. Does that make sense? So you can look on there, and, and there, there's only two places in the country that are really legitimate that they make them. One's in Dallas, and the other one's in another place. I forget. So, you, you know, there are probably places in Louisville that if you Googled it, BioT, it's B-I-O-T-E, BioT, Bioidentical um, Hormones, that's what it is. I could go on and on, but I think you got that. Should you be tested for testosterone levels, or will the three-minerals uh, supplement program eventually bring it up to normal levels? No. Yes, you should be tested, and no, it won't do that. So you're just maintaining, won't maintain if you're depleted. So what I would recommend that you do cost about $35 to have your testosterone level checked. Have them check it. They'll come back with a number, and that number will tell you where you are. And if you're anywhere between, they're going to tell you probably between four and 900 it's a normal range. Anything below that, then what you could do is you could, uh, there's a product that Longevity has called Exeratest. Exera Test is all natural hormones. It's nothing synthetic, all natural in a pill that feeds the testosterone levels and feeds that as well. Then you can have, you can eat broccoli. Broccoli helps raise your testosterone. Brazil nuts, tiger nuts are all good to, to help raise those those levels up. So it's in your book too. Some of the foods you can eat to raise it naturally. But if you need to go from 100 to 900, it's going to take you a long time to do that. So the bioidentical hormones may be good to start to get you there. But I would never say that's the end-all for me. I'm just going to do this every six months and forget about my diet. I'm not going to do that either. Does that make sense? And so, yes, that while they are, there are some minerals in there that's going to help with testosterone, they're not going to give you the heavy hammer that you need. Uh, what about gluten-free pasta? Are those okay? Yes, gluten-free pasta is fine. Uh, I know you're explained not to drink carbonated beverage. Uh, oh, let's see here. Or with a meal, but what about uh, consuming Coca-Cola in general? I wouldn't be around Coca-Cola. Sorry, Coke. <laughs> wouldn't be around any sodas. The reason why is because of the phosphoric acid, all the sugars, all the additives, all the chemicals in there. Terrible for your brain. Terrible for your health. So I wouldn't. I would never. I haven't drunk a soda in probably 16 years. At least. I don't even know last time I have drunk soda. Do you? I don't know. Been a long time. So, no, I would do that, and it's loaded with sugar to begin with. And if you're always got to have it, sugar is more addictive than cocaine. Mm -hmm. And if you're always got to have a, uh, you know, a Dr. Pepper in Texas, everybody drinks Dr. Pepper. You had Dr. Pepper, you got to have one all the time. There's definitely an issue there. Y'all still love me? I don't know. Um, can uh, mental work also require a higher-carb diet uh, like runners in, in training. Absolutely. You, if you're a runner and you run a lot, you're probably going to be on a higher-carb diet uh, than you would a higher-fat diet. So, yes. Uh, how, can, how do you calculate calories for homemade foods, gumbo chicken, things of that nature? Well, what you have to do is you have to look on the labels. You know, like when we, my wife buys chicken, she buys organic chicken. There's like four in a package. You just have to calculate as best as you can. If you're at a restaurant and they don't have that particular restaurant, if you go to Ruth's Chris to get a steak and Ruth's Chris is not on there, then I'd use Longhorn or I'd use another steakhouse with the same amount of ounces and just get close. Does that make sense? If you get the MyFitnessPal app, they have a barcode that will allow you to scan the food. Good point. On MyFitnessPal, there is actually a bar scan on there. So if you took the chicken box and you just scanned it with your phone, it'll download it automatically into your phone. You just have to pick the uh, portion size, ser- serving size. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, my child is very hyper. Is sugar the problem? Yes. <laughs> Not sugar, too much sugar. Yeah. And also they probably have a, if they have ADHD, that's a mineral deficiency. so is Alzheimer. I mean so is uh, uh, what's the other one ADHD and uh, huh? AD. ADD and uh, all the, I'm looking for the other one the Autism. kids have. Autism, not, yeah, that and, yeah, all those that the kids have learning disabilities, most of them are mental deficiencies because they're born that way. They don't take the blame for it. It's, it's We're all born into this deficiency. And so what I would do if I had a child that's really ultra hyper, I would remove the sugars from their diet. For one, and I would start getting them minerals and nutrition and good nutrition. Even if they don't like eating the food, you're going to have to retrain them, because if you're used to just putting, you know, uh, uh, macaroni and cheese on a hot dog before them, or just a cheese sandwich, and that's their dinner, and now you're going to go to a piece of fish, and you're going to go to some broccoli, and you're going to go to something else, it's going to it's going to be a learning curve, and you got to fight on your hands. <laughs> My kids are raised, so bless (laughs) you. My youngest will be 25, so hey, you know. But my point, yeah, that's right. So the thing about it is I would get them off that sugar for sure. Does that make sense? And the thing about it is is stevia, which is really great if you give them some some berries. Like Dr. Jacobs likes berries. I like berries, and we'll take berries, and we'll put stevia on top. doesn't throw your uh, sugar up, and you can make cookies. You can make cookies for the kids out of real good Uh, Gluten-free flour and stevia, still sweet, still great. They don't know the difference. And they have organic cane sugar, but it's still sugar. So anyway, but it's not as bad as the processed stuff. What can we do about depression? Can minerals help that? Absolutely. Uh, That's usually a gluten intolerant. So I would start with the gluten. Get rid of the gluten. Same old thing. Get rid of the gluten, 12 bad foods, get on the minerals. Unless you have a real spiritual problem, a real issue there. Then I would I would ask you to go to your pastor or to spiritual help to help in that effort. Does that make sense? If you have a if there's a connection there somewhere. Uh, we're not going to have time to ask any questions here. So, uh, do you want me to stop this and ask if any questions? Okay. Uh, my child ate, eats mainly cereal and oatmeal with orange juice in the morning. He doesn't. <laughs> Appreciate the honesty. He doesn't like eggs. What is a healthy, quick alternative? Eggs with butter. (laughs) Eggs with cheese. Eggs over easy with a piece of cheese and a smiley face. I would get rid of the cereal immediately. And so what you could do, as If uh, if you wanted to, you could take some gluten-free um, bread, one piece of bread, take you an egg, whip it up, and make um, French toast out of that. Use real butter on the skillet, fry it on both sides with butter, and just put a little dab, dab, not, not enough syrup where you need a life preserver, a dab, <laughs> just a dab, a dab of syrup on there with a lot of butter, or, or you can put honey. and if you use honey, make sure you use honey from Indiana. Use honey from here because that'll help you with any sort of allergies you have. Um, so I, definitely I would just start doing some of those things. And I would really depend on how old the child is if it's old enough, if the child's old enough to talk to them about some of these things, letting them know you're making some changes in the family. We're all on the same team. And we we don't want our children growing up, and they're deficient. They can't stay awake in service. They're lethargic. They're tired all the time. They can't hold their attention span. And that's just not good. They don't do good in school because their diet's all out of whack. Hey, I'm going to pull my weight right here. You pull it. I've got a question. Two things. If somebody like that wanted to send their kid to school with a, a gluten-free bread, I'm almost apprehensive to ask you this question. What's your opinion of peanut butter? Peanut butter is great as long as it's organic. So that would be something they could do. Yep, you could do organic bread, and it's great. Yeah. Uh-huh. And organic peanut butter with a little bit of honey. Put a little bit of honey on yeah, there, too, coffee. if you want. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Honey's great for you. It's good <laughs> to put in tea, coffee. Second question. If you're really a rice eater, mm-hmm. rice is not gluten, but do you, what is wrong with rice? Well, the white is bleached. Yeah. The brown rice would be fine. You just don't want. It really depends, Mom, on on your on your my fitness pal how many how many carbs you have. I I'm not you a rice. It and it's not, gonna... Yeah, if I go to uh, you all have uh, Chipotle, mm-hmm. so if I go to Chipotle, I put a little bit of brown rice, load it with uh, load it with beans, load it with meat, load it with vegetables, and that's all all organic. Mm-hmm. So brown rice is fine. White rice is fine as long as you don't consume a lot yeah, of it. Fried rice, bad. One of my favorite things. Yeah, I know it's bad, but and egg rolls are fried too. Yeah, oh, wow. but you could use uh, chopped up broccoli or a cauliflower. My wife uses that for rice. It's all yeah, chopped up. She'll put meat and stuff on top, huh? It's rice cauliflower. Rice cauliflower. She uses that. Um, if you want to lose weight, should I stop exercising until I lose, or keep working out? While well, I'm neutrifying myself. Great question. My point is, is if you need to lose a lot of weight, don't get on a, a regiment that's going to hurt yourself. Don't try to go. If, you're, if you need to lose a lot of weight, don't, don't hurt yourself. Start out slow. Start out with just walking. Start out with just. That's one of the best exercises you could do is walk. Walk a couple, two or three miles, you know, or a mile. Start out there and work yourself into it. As you're being neutrified, that is a workout. Take a little walk. Nutrify yourself, and introduce exercise if you're really, and I'm not trying to be a smart aleck, but if you're really large and you really need to lose a lot of weight, you got to realize you can't just bend over and grab a big old 40-pound dumbbell. You're going to hurt your back. You're going to hurt yourself. You don't want to hurt yourself. You're in this for the long haul. So I would just do a half a mile or a mile or whatever and just go out for a walk. And you don't have to do a brisk walk. Just start out walking slow. And put some pods in or whatever and just enjoy your walk and really what you're doing is you're really helping your testosterone levels men and women and you're helping your health and then as you start losing some weight add more aggressive workouts in okay the bible clearly talks about fasting along with prayer yet the body of christ at least a lot of them feel as though fasting was for back in the bible Uh, times i feel as though anytime i can talk about fasting people look at me like i'm crazy uh, or they try to talk me out of it especially my family so my question is why do believers think that fasting was only back in the bible times because i clearly believe it's for today as well even jesus talked about it well i think there's a place for fasting I think that it would be a very rare case that God would ever have you on an extended fast because most people don't know how to do it without hurting their body. And I think the point of a fasting is is not to lose weight. The point of a fast, if you're doing it spiritually, is to set time aside to the Lord to spend more dedicated time with Him, to know Him better, and you're simply saying, I'm going to set aside this meal or this meal to spend more time with the Lord. And it's not the fast that brought you closer to God. It's a decision that you made to spend more time with Him. And anything else you want to add to that, Doctor? No, that's perfect. Yeah. What you just said. And so that's why the way I would any I would question. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, but I would question anybody that says they're going to go on a several day fast that God told them to when they've never fasted before and they don't have the knowledge to do it. You can hurt yourself. Yeah. Yes, sir. And there needs to be a specific reason why God would have you to fast. I'm not against fasting. You could, you, and you can fast and still not eat a whole meal. How about just eating half the meal? That's part of fasting too. How about fasting your time? How about fasting TV? How about fasting TV? It don't have to be food. How about fasting the internet? So, yeah. So I'm not against fasting. You know, I don't do a lot of, you know, fasting that way on purpose. I just spend time with God every day. Now, if God told me you need to go on a fast, then I would. But I think a lot of that is just, it's for a weight loss. It's not to get closer to God. And I think the approach to that whole system is wrong. And a lot of people hurt themselves. Yeah. You know, when your body is not having food for a while and it starts to not having food, it starts, to, it starts to do all sorts of things. And then all of a sudden you come after that after a week and you start dumping stuff in your body, you're going to get yourself all jacked up. Yeah. I've done a 30-day fast, 21-day fast, 14-day fast, 10-day fast, yeah. all the above. Yeah. But I had to be very careful coming off of them that I didn't hurt myself. Did you all hear that? Yeah. yeah. And that's so important. He was saying i have done a 40-day fast, a 30-day fast, a 12-day fast, different kinds of fast. But you have, to, you have to know what you're doing when you come off those fasts. So God's not going to tell you to do something you don't have knowledge of. You're going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. So, again, what is the best way to get? I'm, I'm after 8. It's 8.02. We'll... Okay, a couple more and then we'll be done. What is the best way to get minerals into smaller children? Great question. Longevity has minerals for kids. So you just go there and you can get them for the children. And some of the minerals may be the same, but it goes by body weight too. Some of the kids may be 50 pounds, 60 pounds, and minerals aren't going to hurt them. You're not going to overdose on minerals regardless of what you've heard. What if they? What if they're picky eaters? Well, you're just going to have to help train them. And I know sometimes we as parents we cause that problem because little Timmy don't want this, and he's only going to eat this. And you know, I'm not being critical, but at the same time, we got to retrain them. Just like you have to retrain yourself and retrain your thinking. You have to retrain your family that we're all coming together and we're all going to eat. We're going to eat what mom what mom makes. Some meals you're going to like, some meals you may not like, but you know what? You're going to have to take your time to retrain them. Are organic, are, I got two more. Are organic, organic olive oil, is organic olive oil bad? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Organic wheat flour, bad. Organic gluten, no such thing. (laughs) (laughs) That was easy one what deficiency would cause anxiety panic attacks we've really already dealt with that when it comes with gluten if it's not a spiritual issue it's really a, it's really a a, a deficiency uh, almond milk beneficial almond milk's great you can have all you want lactose intolerance that's really more of a uh, uh, that's really more of, of your uh, absorption you got absorption issues and that's really a mineral deficiency too that can be corrected so sometimes people are intolerant when, when it comes to milk and things of that nature, and they blow up like they're pregnant. And that's an absorption problem in your intestine. And, so, and that's usually connected to gluten, oh. gluten 12 <laughs> bad foods, not nutrified. So those are all the questions. I hope I answered them good enough and uh, for you. And I know that uh, we've given a lot of information over the last couple days. And uh, I appreciate your attentiveness. I appreciate your willingness to learn. And I believe next time I come, we'll have a lot of great testimonies of people losing weight and getting their health turned around. So I just want to thank all of you for coming. I want to thank all of you for being interested in your health. I want to thank the pastor for inviting me because Jordan's the one that invited me to come. And no pastor has ever asked me to come and teach on this. He's the only one. And some of them, when I want to talk to them, they don't want to talk to me about it. And I'm not trying to get a preaching gig. That's not the issue. Even if I'm having Because a, a lot of times the conversations with me come up at the table. They see what I'm eating and they want to know. And that's fine. But at the same time, no one ever said, you know what, Pastor, would you come to our church and talk about this? So I just wanted to say, and I'm not being critical. Please don't misunderstand me. I just want to say I appreciate you taking the, uh, the, the, uh, this serious enough as the pastor of this church you know, and I don't know everything. I'm learning with you as well. But what I have I do know I've practiced and it does work. And I do know that you can take back your health regardless of where you currently are. And so that that there is there is hope and there is help and there's a better way to health than medicine. And it's doing it naturally. So thank you, Pastor, for allowing us to come and minister, and thank you, Dr. Mom. For having us and thank you church we love you appreciate you i hope you still love me and I hope you still like me and, and we'll see you next time amen